Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Space News Pod. In this episode, we're turning our attention to the recent strides made at SpaceX's Starbase in Boca Chica, Texas. Now, this is a particular focus on the ongoing testing phase of the Starship program down there. Now, from the static fire testings of the Raptor engines to the implementation of the new water deluge system, we'll be discussing how these key operations contribute to the program's ambitious objectives of an orbital test flight, hopefully sometime in 2023 or maybe early 2024. Now, we're also going to explore the journey of Booster 9, its recent trials on the orbital launch mount, the OLM, and what these developments signify for the future of the Starship. Now, before we get into the details, we're taking a quick commercial break, but don't go anywhere because there's plenty more Starship news coming up. And remember, your continued support is what helps us keep this show free and helps us continue doing this. So we'll be right back, so stay tuned. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Just last week, SpaceX's ambitious Starship program shifted gears and ventured into a critical phase of testing with a focus on Booster 9, the water deluge system, and other core aspects of the program's operations at SpaceX's Starbase, Texas. Now, the significant recent activities have cleared the path for an intensive period of evaluations, commencing with static test firings of the Raptor engines facilitated by the water deluge system. And an array of large test windows were publicized beginning on Friday, indicative of an ambitious testing schedule. And the agenda comprises two separate events, a spin prime test, a necessary precursor to a static fire test involving an as yet unspecified number of engines. And on Thursday, July 20th, SpaceX hoisted Booster 9 under the orbital launch mount following its transition from the production vicinity of Starbase to the orbital launch pad. This monumental move was made feasible by the significant amount of work undertaken at the OLM and launch pad area ahead of the proof test on the booster, earmarked for the forthcoming Starship launch. Now, Sunday, July 23rd, marked another significant milestone as Booster 9 was filled with liquid oxygen and liquid nitrogen in the methane tank. Both tanks reached full capacity during the testing of the booster on the OLM, the first instance since Starship's eventful maiden flight on April 20th. Now, the test adopted an extended holding period where cryogenic fluids were allowed to remain in the tanks where the booster underwent a detanking process that spanned several hours. Once the test had concluded, workers opened an access door at the base of the liquid oxygen tank for inspection. Simultaneously, while the team inspected the liquid oxygen tank on Booster 9, the groundwork for the subsequent key phase of the booster's testing regime was being laid. The water deluge system, which had been successfully tested at partial pressure earlier in the month, was ready for a full pressure examination. The full pressure test on July 28th met the mark as an outpour of water jetted from steel plates underneath the OLM. The system was designed to release water at an angle to avoid the Raptor nozzles. Now, this water release endured for a span of about 8 to 10 seconds, as was followed by an audibly potent release of pressure from the water tank farm located behind the launch tower. Now inside the system, the holes are geometrically arranged to form a hexagon, matching the positions of the outer 20 Raptor engines on the booster. Now, Ship 28 was relocated to the former Massey's gun range, though. Now on SpaceX testing ground, 
on Friday, July 21st for proof testing using cryogenic fluids. Concurrently, Booster 10 made its exit from Massey's and arrived at the Rocket Garden, adjacent to the production site, in the early hours of Saturday, July 22nd. A visible frost line on Ship 28's liquid oxygen and methane tanks suggested the successful loading of cryogenic fluids on July 28th. The ship, furnished with fins, tiles, and a payload bay, is anticipated to be transported back to the production site for the installation of its Raptor engines. Future plans for Ship 28 include coupling with Booster 10 for the third Starship test launch. Now, the extensive production and testing undertaken at Starbase has not been limited to ships and boosters, though. Smaller test components have been employed to scrutinize various features and tolerances of these vehicles. Ship 24.2 is one of those test rigs. It's designed to evaluate the payload bay system ahead of its utilization to deploy full-size Starlink version 2 satellites. And another recent test article features a hot staging ring nestled between an aft ring for the ship and top section of a booster. This was transported to Massey's on Sunday, July 30th for structural testing. And a hot staging ring will be incorporated into Booster 9 and subsequent vehicles to streamline the stage separation procedure during flight because it didn't work very well on the original integrated flight test number one. Now, the separation, that is. There was no hot staging ring in the first test. Now, while preparations for Ship 28's flight continue, Ship 25 has had missing tiles installed and has been affixed to a crane for a future lift. It's going to fly atop Booster 9 for the upcoming second Starship test flight. Now, as ships 25 and 20 undergo preparations for future flights, other vehicles such as Ship 30 have commenced construction. And to make room for these new endeavors, older ships like Ship 27 and Ship 15 have gone the way of the Dodo. They're gone. They've been dismantled. And the latter, a landmark vehicle in the Starship's journey, being the first full vehicle with fins to successfully complete a landing, was disassembled on Wednesday, July 26. And despite the ship's boosters and the orbital launch site drawing the most attention, the production facilities at Starbase are undergoing significant upgrades as well. The final sections of a new processing high bay are being installed on the existing structure. It's anticipated that this new facility will soon commence vehicle processing. The expansion of the Star Factory, the planned replacement for the current factory tents, is underway too. Another building on site appears to house stacks of full-size Starlink V2 satellites, preparing them for future launches. It's yet to be determined whether Ship 28 will have the honor of deploying these spacecraft first, or if it'll be a ship later on. Now, in the days to come, static fire test of Booster 9 is scheduled. This critical test, potentially involving possibly all 33 engines, will stress test the deluge system in steel plates, as well as the redesigned OLM. And a spin prime test preceding the static fire is also on the cards. And in an attempt to shield the launch pad and Starship from a potential rock tornado, SpaceX is heavily reliant on an upside down shower head, so to speak, as Elon Musk has said. This system is integral to the goal of achieving rapid reusability of the launch pad, which is vital for Starlink version 2, Artemis lunar missions, Mars missions, and other applications of the Starship system in the future. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the show today. If you could take a second and hit the follow or subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you're listening on right now, it's free and it's easy and it helps us out tremendously and we can continue bringing you these Starship updates. So thank you so much for that. Also, please take care of yourselves and each other, and I will see you in the next one.